0: Hey everybody, Dave DeBoe. Welcome to another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in all the way from a place I recognize. Look at that! Look at that skyline behind him there. Gabe Peterson, all the way from Seattle, Washington. How are you doing today, Gabe?
1: I'm doing great, Dave. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: My pleasure. So, Gabe is a an experienced real estate entrepreneur. He's done a bunch of different things. A operates a fantastic podcast that I had the pleasure of being interviewed on not that long ago. And these days, Gabe is really focused on something that a lot of people are interested in, and that is mobile home and RV parks. So that's what we're going to be focusing our conversation on here today. And Gabe, before we ask you about all your, your background and your experience and all that kind of good stuff, why don't you just tell us what are some of the big benefits? Of investing in this particular asset class,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure, no i um I'm really stoked about this asset class, you know, as you said i've I've had experience in single family multifamily wholesales, all that jazz, but mobile home rV parks they're very unique, and I really, really like the asset class itself. The two reasons well, for one, society, our culture right now, we need affordable housing there especially in in Washington state there's just not enough affordable housing so the need is there there's a huge you know there is not enough supply for the demand that is out there for affordable housing at the level that we're providing it but on the other side from the investors perspective in terms of ROI and time value headache it is a great investment. When you're talking about investing, you know I've, ha- I've had a ton of experience with you know, stick-built structures like multifamily, single-family, stuff like that, where you have windows, you have toilets, you have, you have a roof, all these things that could, over time, just slowly start to deteriorate and cause headache. With mobile home parks, RV parks, that is not there. What you're really renting out, what you're leasing to people is the structure or the infrastructure and the community. And so that is really what you're offering to your tenants is an ability to have access to a safe environment and then also to water, sewer, and electricity. And that when you're talking about in terms of how much effort that you have to do to maintain that and to manage it, it's much less than a stick built structure. So that's why I really, really like mobile home parks and RV parks, particularly mobile homes, a little bit, even less headache than RV parks, RV parks, tend to have a little bit more turnover but you can rent them as long-term stay RV parks. It's just a little bit more difficult.
0: All right. Very, very cool. So yeah. So if, if I'm understanding correctly, one of the big benefits of let's say a mobile home park versus an apartment building is what you're really providing is the dirt <laughs> 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 and they're putting their own place on top of it. Like really that's, that's what it is. they're, they're le- they've got the infrastructure, the community around there, but you don't have to worry about their leaky roof. You don't have to worry about if their furnace breaks down. You don't have to worry about covering their utilities. That's their responsibility. They're paying you for the privilege of having their home on your property. Would that be a kind of a good summary there?
1: Yeah. And I mean, on that note, there's two benefits to that. So I've when I've rented out like single family apartment buildings, stuff like that, people don't have they don't have as much respect or appreciation for something that they don't own and so if if they're renting out a, a single unit from you and they don't own the house they're not going to treat that house, you know, I do believe people are good at heart, but it just the truth is they're not going to treat that house with as much as respect as if the house were theirs. Now, when they're in a mobile home park and they own their unit, they own their mobile manufactured house, they have a little bit more respect for that. That is their house, so they treat it you know, accordingly, they actually keep it up. They they like you know living there. They they have a little bit more ownership, and so they there's just more there's more uh, loyalty to the park to the the structure than uh, than if it were an actual single family or multifamily property.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Now, <laughs> I think a lot of people when they think of mobile home parks, think of our good old Canadian TV show up here. Trailer Park Boys. (laughs) That's that's the image that comes to a lot of people's mind when it comes to mobile home parks. And you know, fun show, but not a not a great image as the mobile home owner, manager, that sort of thing. So talk to us a little bit about that, about perhaps the the stigma or some of the, the negatives that are associated with this investment class.
1: Yeah, and that is definitely true. There's definitely a stigma around mobile home. RV parks. And I think that is mostly due to inept or just unscrupulous owners. I mean, it is the responsibility of the owner to create a good community. As the owner, you are the one accepting people into the community, into the park. And if you don't have any scruples, if you are not doing your due diligence when it comes to accepting people into the park, then you're going to have you know, a bad community. You're going to have a place that's not safe, a place that's not not a good place to live and so I feel like that's mostly where that comes from it also is I mean the this the the fact of the matter is it is for people without you know lower income families and that is that's just the fact it is for lower income but it is serving a purpose it's it's there to help people who who can't afford to live in places like Seattle where the rent is you know fifteen eighteen hundred dollars a month it serves a purpose where it goes south is where the owner does not doesn't have any scruples when it comes to actually creating the community itself and isn't maintaining the grounds isn't, you know, interviewing the people that he's allowing in the community that's where i think the the negative stereotype comes from
0: so moving from single family homes and and smaller type deals it it might seem on the surface to be very intimidating getting into an entire mobile home park so why don't why don't you kind of walk us through how did you get into your first deal? And you know, without getting into too much detail, what do the numbers kind of look like? Like how how much did it cost, and how much you need down, and all that kind of good stuff.
1: Yeah. So the first deal was a twenty six pad mobile home park in George Washington. I had met a few partners who had taken a course in mobile home parks. They were interested. They told me about it. It sounded like a you know something that that excited me. I'd, I'd done single family, multifamily for a while, and so it just sounded like an exciting direction to go. So we hopped on that, the first deal, that 26 pad mobile park in George, we bought it for 450,000. It was a value add park. So it was in bad shape, needed to be turned around, bought it for 450,000. And if so
0: you- how, how long ago was that? Because you can't even get a house in Canada for $450,000 anymore.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, so this is a value add deal. So it's a, I mean, so, we're doing work. By,
0: by value add deal, let's cut to the chase. You mean it was like a trailer park boy's type trailer park. Is is that pretty much
1: surprisingly no. The the community, the the tenant base is it's mostly migrant workers. It's in a, a farm area. And so mostly they're they're farm hands. It's a hundred percent Hispanic and the community themselves, it's just a really quality community, all families. There was one tenant who was, you know, you would classify as kind of the trailer park boys. Tenant, she was bringing around, you know, riffraff. She, it was obvious she was struggling with a, a drug addiction, and eventually, you know, she left, which was a boon to us, and we filled it. We're we're in the process of actually filling that right now. I forgot where I was going.
0: <laughs> I you, but okay. So, so it's four hundred thousand. How long ago was this deal? Was this twenty years ago? Was this you know?
1: no, no. So, mobile home parks is is a new asset class for for me too. So, we bought this this year or last year rather. We found it in June, I believe, or maybe May, and then we we closed signed paper on September fifteenth of twenty twenty.
0: Oh, congratulations! So,
1: yeah, so that was our first deal. And uh, so, so you say this
0: is a value add one. one. What is what does that mean? I mean, yeah, the one tenant from hell in there, but everybody else seemed pretty good. So where's the value build in this particular part?
1: So the value. So okay. We bought it for four hundred fifty thousand. The operating expense ratio for this park was eighty percent, which means, for people you know who aren't familiar, eighty percent of the gross income was already taken up by the operating expenses, by what the cost to run the park. We dug into the numbers. We dug into all his, you know, in, during our due diligence period. We kind of dug into everything, and we found that most of it, it was like it was almost fifty percent of the operating expense ratio came from utilities he had underground water leaks. And this was, so to give you a little context, the seller who was selling us this property is like, he's a potato king. Like he he grows all the potatoes for Washington State. And so he had this idea of kind of creating a themed town. If you've ever been to Washington State, been to Leavenworth, it's kind of a German themed town. So he wanted to to do the same thing with George Washington and create kind of a civil American or civil war era town theme town so he bought a bunch of land in george had this intention but you know he's running this potato empire and so it didn't have the time so kind of just let everything go and george this mobile home park was part of that and so he tried to sell the entire town but it didn't work nobody wanted to buy it so he started piecemealing it off we kind of got got to him at the time that he was looking to sell this this particular parcel so we we got the park and sorry, I forgot where I was going with that with that story. It was related to
0: well, how, how are you going to increase the the value of the property
1: where? where oh yeah, yeah, I, that was related to the the water leaks. Right. So yeah, he had, you know, this wasn't a priority for him. He kind of just let it go. And so the main issue was the utility, the the water leaks. The utility bill was absurd. And so we figured, you know, we can get in there. This is a real value that we can add. We can cut that utility more than in half. And so that is the the main value add. And then also the grounds where have been very unkept. And so we got in there putting speed bumps, redoing the roads where the trees had been kind of overgrown everybody's lot. So we did tree trimming. There's a single family unit that is in just dilapidated. So we're in the process of flipping that. And yeah, that's most of the value add that we've been adding to it. But when in terms of when you're talking about ROI, the biggest ROI was just fixing the... The leaks oh, that were right. in the the water yeah. lines
0: interesting, very, very cool, okay, so that was the first one did you got have you guys got another one on the go as well?
1: Yeah, so we're on to our third one. We're in the process of closing it. The second one is a forty three pad r v mobile home park hybrid in okay. Moses Lake. And it could be 73 pads, but we need to do a little bit of work to add that in. That's the value add there is uh, bringing in the utilities to the extra pads that have, you know, one or the other utility, but needs, you know, an additional utility brought in. And then this last
0: one. RVs in, into mobile pads. Is, is that what I'm understanding? Or?
1: No. So the biggest restriction for this unit is it's on well and septic. So George is on sewer and and city water. This is on well and septic. And so the the well really isn't the issue because it's on a really good groundwater, but the septic, there's no more room to mobile home units because they have so many rooms in them. There are fewer mobile home units that you can have per septic tank than RV. And so our our idea is to put in our additional RV spaces, long-term RV spaces versus mobile home.
0: Interesting. All right, very cool. And the third one,
1: that's another one in George actually and that one is not closed yet so we're still we're in the process of closing it. This one's a huge value add, zero occupancy. And again, just an owner who kind of just let things go and didn't He's, make,
0: he's making so much money from potatoes he doesn't This is small potatoes for him.
1: <laughs> exactly. So there's no more occupancy in the park. It's almost 100% filled with vacant RVs, which is interesting. So the big value add there is actually going in and infilling. So repairing any RVs that need repair, bringing in tenants, filling the park, and start renting it out.
0: Very, very cool. So, Gabe, we only have a few minutes left, but i got two questions I, I'd like you to, to cover. And the first one is, if somebody's hearing this and saying, well, that sounds pretty pretty good to me, what would you suggest to people for getting some some education around investing in mobile home parks, RV parks. What do you have any, any resources or suggestions where people can get educated about that?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, so there's a ton of paid and free resources out there. If you guys want to do free, just Google on YouTube. I'm telling you, all the information you need is on YouTube. You just got to Google it. You can check out my channel. You can check out my podcast. I'm sure Dave has some good content too. It's all out there. You can just Google it. If you want paid, you can go to the website, realestateinvestingclub.com. I saw an ebook that goes into the main four steps of closing on a real estate investment. It's not specific to mobile home parks but it's general in nature, but it does cover what you need to do in order to actually get closed on your first property. And then from there, we offer a few other things, but that ebook will come with a ton of additional resources that somebody could take advantage of if they're, if they're interested in getting started.
0: Very cool. All right. And the other question I have for you is specific to mobile home parks and RV parks, what are the best ways to find these deals?
1: <laughs> That's our secret sauce, actually. It's it's very hard to find deals. So yeah, because
0: that, if, if I understand correctly, and and correct me if I'm wrong, supply and demand is definitely in your favor once you own one because it's, from what I understand, I could be wrong, it's very, very difficult to get approval to create new mobile-owned parks in most areas of the countries because most municipalities – don't make very much revenue <laughs> from property taxes with mobile home parks versus you know more dense multifamily type dwellings. Is that correct? So so there are they're kind of few and far between.
1: Yeah, no, that that is absolutely correct. There are mobile home parks are there's about 50, 55,000 in the United States and that number is not growing like you would see apartment buildings because you're right, municipalities do not get as much tax The tax dollars than as they would from an apartment building or anything like that. So there is not a lot of incentive to build more. The demand for mobile home parks because their price point is so low. The demand is growing on the consumer side, and so if you do own a mobile home park, it is it's a very good investment to own. So that means it's also very difficult to find a good deal because so many people are looking for this type of asset class. They're looking to find to buy something like that. So in terms of how you do it, you could join our Our wholesalers list, we market nationally. Anything that doesn't quite fit our criteria, we assign to somebody else. They can check that out. Go to the website, Real Estate Investing Club. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. It'll say invest with us. That's one of the ways to get on our list. Outside of that, if you want to do it yourself, there's basically five things we do to generate leads. First one is digital marketing, Google ads, Facebook ads. We run that to a website, sellmymobilehomeparks.com. Second one is direct mail, send mailers to people. Third one is RVM, so ringless voicemail. And then the fourth one is text blasting. We actually don't do that very much because we think it's a little bit too intrusive. And then cold calling is the last one. All of that is predicated on having good data. So you got to download, go to the Department of Homeland Security, download their list of you know all the home, mobile home parks in the United States. And then you got to go find a good skip tracer, skip trace all of those, the owners of all the parks on that list and just start cold calling.
0: sounds like fun. (laughs) And hopefully you find somebody like the potato king that's got got a couple of them who wants to get rid of.
1: Exactly.
0: All right, Gabe. Well, thanks very much. I appreciate your insights. And again, if people want to find out more about you and what you're up to and listen to some of your podcasts, where should they go?
1: Podcast is The Real Estate Investing Club. The website is therealestateinvestingclub.com. Check them both out. And yeah, I'd love love to see you guys.
0: Awesome, sounds good. Thanks so much, Gabe, it's good chatting with you.
1: All right, thanks Dave, thanks for having me on.
0: My pleasure, all right, everybody take care we'll talk to you in the next episode, bye-bye. Well, hey there, thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great, please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes, give us a good review, that'd be awesome, I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm gonna invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book,